You're listening to the best possible taste on West Limerick 102 FM. Welcome back to The Best Possible Taste. I'm Sharon Noonan and my final guest this evening is Trisha England from the Mason Apron in Virginia, County Cavan. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Trisha, you're very welcome to The Best Possible Taste. And I have to start off by congratulating you because you are 20 years in business with the Mason's Apron in Virginia and County Cavan. I am. Thank you very much. It's a great achievement, especially nowadays when there's lots of ups and downs in business. And I am very proud of my success and my team's success with me has definitely been part of it. And my family support always is number one as well. So you need a good combination of people to keep you on the road. Absolutely. And if we could just go back 20 years Tell me, what was the inspiration to open the Mason's Apron? Um, well, I got great encouragement from my mother. She was always encouraging me to open my own business. And I'd recently got married and just moved to the area for, for personal reasons. And I just found the Mason's Apron, this little spot in Virginia. And I looked at it and I thought, this is what something I could work with. Um, it was just newly been refurbished at the time it was an old house and it was just being done up and um I just took the plunge um probably didn't overly think about it or you'd nearly wouldn't do it anymore I think um but it was just something I wanted to do and it went with my gut and um my sister came with me when I started it off and with a very very small team and in we went and it took us a couple of months to get up and running and open but uh off we went probably quite blindly opened it but um as the time goes on you learn you learn very very quickly what to do and what you need and the building man is it a very special building was there a cafe in it before or were you the first tenant in it no, I'm the first tenant. I'm the first tenant. And it has stone building on the outside. It's a beautiful stone building. And then I incorporated that with the baking. I want to do the baking and food as well, but and the baking. So we come up with the Irish dance tune, the Mason's Apron, because and the name, because a lot of people ask me how I found the name. So um we incorporated all with that and opened the door and off we went. Often the success to any restaurant or cafe is obviously the produce. And to get great produce, you have to use great ingredients. Definitely. We're very particular about our ingredients. And one of my bakers is with me since the beginning. And uh, my second baker is with me not long after that. So they're with me a long time. They're very particular and they want the best product. Sometimes the cheapest product is not the best. You know, you need a good chocolate, you need a good flour, you need good, lovely, we use lovely free range eggs. We break eggs to make all our cakes and all our products, which I think makes a huge difference. Um, you know, and you have to be particular and um, small batches, small quantities. And that's what we pride ourselves on. And it's very fresh. Everything's done. The bakers are in during the night and they're great. They're great girls. They really are. Now, now some people will be listening saying, you know, what do you mean you break eggs? Surely everybody that's begging has to break eggs. But in these days of mass catering and having access to lots of ingredients that are quick and easy to use, that is actually not always the case, that people physically get fresh eggs and break them. 
to make cakes and other lovely dishes. Yeah, no, you have a nice yellow sponge when you have a nice free range egg in it. If it's a white sponge, it's just not the same. Um, you haven't broken the real eggs first. So. And they're fresh. We do them all. Our sponges are done fresh every day for your cakes and all your occasions that are coming up. Um, they're not done like weeks beforehand or days beforehand or anything like that. Everything's done to order. So it's small, but it's grown quite well. And we're they're very particular about what we do. And same, and we bring that forward then to our food as well. And we use all our own local suppliers and um, butchers and veg men and all as much as we possibly can um, to keep all, you know, as locally and give employment in the area. And I am very, very well supported back by Virginia people as well. Totally. Of course, Richard Corrigan, the chef, will be well known and he has Virginia Lodge there in Virginia and County Cavan and he's a great supporter. Oh, he is. He gets all his brown bread for his weddings off us. And um, we also look after some of them for breakfast as well if they're staying over across the road. He has a pub over there and um, he has accommodation and they come to us for breakfast if they want. But um, they use our cakes as well for different occasions and definitely use our brown bread for every wedding that they have and every function. So it's um, they're happy with it too. So it speaks for itself. And I don't think we can talk about Cavan without mentioning Nevin Maguire because probably one of the best known chefs in Ireland and it's from Cavan. And Nevin Maguire is a regular visitor to the cafe, but he also was there a few years ago whenever Ryan Tupperty, he broadcasted his RTE Radio 1 show when he was on RTE. He did an outside broadcast from your premises. I was very lucky. I was only about uh, not even 10 years in business then and uh, Ryan hosted his radio show and Nevin came as well as one of his guests. But Nevin was so supportive. He came into the kitchen to meet everybody. He still does. And he's always, always sending people up from Black Lion. And the amount of people we have called and to us on their way to Black Lion um, breaks up the journey. And um, he's so supportive. Nevin has always supported people in Cavan in business. But he's just lovely when he comes in. He'll always want to meet you and part of your team and he knows how important the whole team is you know he's never just looks at me you know thinking I'm it he knows all the work that goes into the team as well but he's very very supportive and he brings a lot of tourism into cabin and so does the park they all work hand in hand you know with each other and it's always nice to get nice people into Virginia and talk to them and get them to enjoy their coffee our lovely coffee as well and have a nice dessert and um get them on the road again to wherever they're going for the weekend or whatever way they're passing through. And look, you know, it says a lot about you that you have staff that have been with you since the start. So you obviously have a great flair for managing people and great leadership skills. And I think that also meant that you could open a second cafe and you opened one in Kells in County Meath. We did, yeah. We, we were started off there. We used to have a little uh, pop-up shop in the butchers, the local butchers there, Tommy, Tommy Doherty's butchers. He's famous for his black pudding and his sausages, which we used in our breakfast. And we started there with a little stall. And then he was expanding his business. So he kind of had room for us at the weekend. So we said we'd go down the road and we opened up um, our own kind of pop-up business as well as that solely bakery really that we do there um on a friday and a saturday and it's really busy like actually it does 
Um, we have our same regular customers there. They're lovely. Um, they keep with their same routine and they get all their occasion cakes and the brown bread and the scones and all the desserts and everything that fly out there. So it's lovely. It's a lovely annex to have and it just kind of keeps. I have the same girl, Sue, does that. Sue Kelly has done it for me from the beginning. She does there every Friday and Saturday and then she works in the shop during the week with us. So she loves it as well. She's great. Um more time to talk to the customers up there it's lovely it's very it's at a different pace nice pace um in virginia we're probably a little bit more um busier if we don't might get to sit, spend the same time talking to our customers but hopefully we do we like to give them all a bit of attention anyhow that's what that's what i enjoy and that's what gets me in the door each day i love the the chat and the interaction with them You've talked about the cakes and the scones and how you, it's very important to you about using those locally sourced ingredients when they're available. But I feel that a coffee shop is nothing without great coffee. And whenever you talk about being very particular about your ingredients and your suppliers, when it comes to your coffee, it wasn't just about great tasting coffee. The other side of it being sustainability was extremely important to you. Yeah, when we came, well, I'd always been dealing with more watermarks since I opened, since the very first day I opened, I got my coffee machine off them. Um, so I didn't, they weren't doing coffee in the beginning. So um, as the years progressed, and I suppose as coffee got more popular as well, they went into coffee too. So we started off using their coffees, their different brands, but definitely their their new brand, their, their sustainability, Woodland Coffee, was a game changer for me, game changer. Um, also the trend of coffee, was changing too and it was so important to keep on top of that but uh, it's a lovely coffee it's really really nice coffee very very enjoyable um people and it works well with all the different alternatives that people want now between oat milk is one of the most popular milks now you have coconut and soya coconut oat there's so many and then all the different syrups and all the different ways of having your coffee and it just lends to itself and like when I opened up first coffee was just a thing whereas now coffee is a fashion accessory it's part of people's life and they'll travel for the right coffee and they tell you when your coffee isn't right too and and that which is important and after I don't even want to say the word COVID but outdoor area of ours opened up which made it more attractive to dine outdoor and to have your coffee outdoor with your dog and after a walk in the woods we have a lovely woods in Virginia and we have the lake there and it just made it more kind of sociable you know people could sit back relax and have a scone or have a dessert or whatever they wanted and especially during COVID when they really didn't know where to be putting themselves and they couldn't go anywhere but they could go there and feel comfortable and then the coffee just really evolved from there um it's one of the best coffees around. I'm very, very proud to have it. I really enjoy using it. And um, the service we get from Watermark is good too. And it's nice that we have the relationship built up there over the 20 years as well, because I've grown with them as well as they've grown in their different fields as well, you know. So it kind of lends to itself. But um, coffee is just such an important part of people's lives now. And like, it definitely wasn't 20 years ago. But it's uh, you couldn't stay stagnant and not move forward with coffee, or you just have no you'd have no business. Yeah, it's really interesting that you say that because I spent some time in Canada in the nineties, and you'd sit outside having your coffee. And whenever I came back to Belfast, I remember being in the city one day with my sister and Paul Rankin, who would have been a well known chef in Northern Ireland at the time, 
had opened a few cafes and he would have had a couple of seats outside them. And I had said to my sister about sitting up outside and she was like, are you mad? I'm going to sit outside. Whereas now where I live now in, in Newcastle West in County Limerick, we have a lovely health food shop who does coffee and she has lovely window seat padding that she can put in the big windowsill. And whenever the weather is dry, there's always, doesn't matter how cold it is, as long as it's dry, there will be people, mostly females now during the day, sitting having their coffee that they, they've got in saunas there in Newcastle West. So it's really interesting to hear you talk about the change in the coffee trends from 20 years ago to today, because I'd say if I had told you 20 years ago that in 20 years time, there is going to be oat milk and soya milk and all these different pours and serves, you would have said, oh my God, are you mad? Like the, the tea and coffee menu is nearly as big now as the food menu in some cafes. Yes, it is. And it's so important. It is really, you know, and it's it's a basic. It gets people in the door and then you kind of grow on it. And definitely you do want them to come in and enjoy our food. And um, we have a new a new chef to our team. We started in October as well. And he's going to try and grow our food as well and make it um, even more important because the bakery is definitely there. So we have to keep reinventing ourselves. So we're on the food now. So it's going well. And uh, that's what you have to keep going with the challenges and the trends and work with it really every day as as life sends different challenges. You just have to come up with the next one and sort it out and go on to the next thing. Keep going forward. I'd say your mother is extremely proud of you, the way that she encouraged you to open the, you know, to go for it and open a, a business. Did you have a passion for baking and cooking that she maybe passed down to you? I used to always do the Christmas cakes with her. That was her big thing. She loved doing Christmas cakes. So um, I always did that with her. And she was with me when we opened up the business. Um, unfortunately, she passed away shortly after that um, as a, a young woman that she was. But she did get to see me started off and uh, she definitely encouraged me. And she was always a homemaker at home as well. And um, she definitely, I used to do the apple, simple things, the apple tarts and the, and the Christmas cakes and things like that with her. And um, then I went on to college and did different courses. And I suppose as you get older, you kind of, when you're in college, you kind of go from one area. I started off doing the chefing and then I went on to do the baking and then I did night courses in management and cake decorating and different things then, you know. So you kind of find different things that you enjoy then as you're going along. And then eventually I had all that done and I was working in Dublin for years doing loads of different roles. Um, I was working for a catering company and I was doing um, relief chef manager so you could be a chef or manager or anything you could be thrown into anyone's job whoever didn't turn up that day and you had to just take on the role so it was definitely great training for me definitely and um sure you know you kind of just get to the stage then where you just need to take the leap of faith in yourself and just go for it and try and do it yourself then but it's always great to have the support of family. And I'm really sorry to hear that your your mum's not around anymore because no she, she obviously had great faith in you and could see that that you had all of this passion and ability. And I'm sure she's delighted that every day you get to use it and you get to share it with the local community. Um, I think anybody that wants to open a cafe or a food business today they must think very carefully about it first because 
we hear all this news every day. There's there's long, well-established businesses closing, unfortunately. What advice would you give to someone who is maybe considering opening up their own business in hospitality? Well, same as any business, you need a good family support um, network. You are not going to get big money straight away. So, you know, you need to have someone else maybe bringing in the finances in the house for the definitely for the first year that you're not just the only person that's going to be there to pay your mortgage or whatever. You you have to consider that because you just don't know how it's going to go. You know, you have to put in the gamble, put in the work and really work hard at it. Definitely for the first, I'd say, two years, you know, it really does. You can't expect us to walk away and think it'll just go on itself. You have to really, really put the effort in and keep going with it. Um, the first year, you're only going to learn all the bills and the hurdles and you're only learning everything as you're going along. So then the second year, repeating it. And you do find your feet and you do find what works. And what you might have thought you'd open up with mightn't just suit that area, maybe have to tweak it a little bit or whatever, you know, or you might have to put more effort into one area that you thought. But, um, yeah, it's it's hard on social media now and everything. There is a lot of business that's closing down and it definitely is hard, but... If you're prepared to work and just work hard at something, I think you will get there. People will support you. Um, my sister-in-law is opened in Ross Gray, County Tipperary, and she is flying. She's nearly two years now in April, and she's after really, really surprising herself. She's doing really well. People have supported her, and she was nervous, of course, and I encouraged her, but I said, just make sure you have good support at home, which she has. And she is flying it too. You know, it's so important for women, especially for women, to get out and work and, and be trust themselves that they will be a success. You know, it's um it takes more effort for a woman, I think, to start a business, especially when you have a family at home. It definitely takes a lot more effort and we can do it. There's definitely women support there and locals but people will support you and just believe in yourself and just keep going. And you're a member of the, the Cavan Women in Business Network and you find that to be very helpful. Yes, Margaret's lovely there, Margaret McKeown. She's very, very, very encouraging. And even when you go to things like that, you meet other women and it gives you support. And it also gives you a little bit of confidence to speak a little bit better and kind of put yourself out there. And then you kind of learn, you learn little things from other people like they're struggling with as well. And, um, you know, different laws or different things are coming up and, you know, different things that you might not have known. And it's an environment you can ask somebody that's very free. You know, you can ask other women in business uh, how they found certain things or situations or just it could be simple like staff contracts or, you know, there's loads of little things, you know, that you just don't know where you're going to ask or how you handle this situation. Maybe if you're having with a work colleague or something like that. You know, staff is an awful lot of uh, running a business and every business nearly has the same problems with their staff in different ways, but can be similar. So sometimes just talking it out can help as well. Just in a very relaxed environment, it's not very formal or anything like that, but it's good. You know, the network and there's, all, and there's always interesting people speaking at it. And sometimes it gives you a little bit of motivation because you don't always be motivated, you know, Um definitely not always motivated sometimes you lose your your mojo a little bit and then you need something to keep you going again you know but they're very very nice nights there definitely you kind of some nights say oh maybe I shouldn't go to that I haven't busy and this song but you always come home and glad you went brilliant well listen Trisha thanks again for taking the time to talk to me congratulations on your 20 years continued success and if anybody wants to find out more 
about the business, where you are, so they can call to you if they want to see what suppliers you're using or what dishes are on the menu. Where's the best place for them to go to to get those details? Well, you can find us on Main Street, Virginia, um, County Cavan, and we also do Facebook and Instagram. Drop in and try some of our lovely food and uh, goodies or even take them away. We're available both sit-in and, and take-out. It's very popular too. So Brilliant. Thanks again, Tricia. Thank you very much, Sharon. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. 